Kiora, and welcome to another edition of the GeoDorable podcast with your hosts Chris Morris and Mark Thompson. For more information on this episode, visit the GeoDorable page on Facebook. Hello, Chris. Hello, Mark. You seem to be in the backwater of nowhere, Chris. Christchurch. Ah, bad internet. Yeah, I think so. Um, nice hotel room, though. Yeah, you might need to kill the sound. <laughs> okay. Chris, guess what? What? We have a guest. <gasps> Another one? Another one, yes. Fantastic. Who is it? Josie, hello. Hi. Hi, Chris. Hi, Mark. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> we're, we're, we're ecstatic that you've actually come on, or someone else is... Uh, Willing to come on the podcast? Oh, of course. Wouldn't miss it. You are the most <laughs> famous podcast in New Zealand, of course. That's just special. <laughs> My God, where do we find her? And how much are we paying her? Yeah. Doing it out of the goodness of my heart. <laughs> uh, you just want to be famous like the rest of us. I do. You've got me. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, welcome along to episode 16. Uh, we... We should theme our podcasts. We don't theme them. Um, but anyway, this is a guest. It is. Uh, I'm, I'm keeping vaguely quiet, just aware of my internet problems. But um, yeah, it is nice to to uh, to have someone uh, new along. It saves me having to talk to you as much as I have to. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's always right. good to have variation. Yeah, not not have to speak to each other. Stop being married. Um. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> she never listens. It doesn't matter. <laughs> One day. Mm. Um, okay. Well, let's actually introduce ourselves. So every week we um, we start off with an interesting fact about our about ourselves that you may or may not know. And because we're so modest, they're usually quite astounding facts that we've kept quiet. Usually. Usually, um, and so this week I'll, I'll actually share a, a, something a little bit personal. Um, I was in a meeting today, uh, not just today, this week, um, reviewing designs for a mobile web map thingy, and for some reason I um, tried to use pinching on a piece of paper <laughs> to zoom in and out, <laughs> and after giving it a go for a second, it was like, hang on. Something's not right. What did your colleagues think? Were they kind of, who's the weirdo? <laughs> I don't think anyone noticed, and if they did, they're silently mocking me. <laughs> uh, Saving so, it for later. <laughs> yeah. It'll come up in my performance review. <laughs> yeah, and Chris, what about yourself? I thought we should go guest first. Guest first? I thought we were going to, okay. All right. Um, so I was thinking about this the other day because I wanted to come up with a good one. But I think the most interesting application I've used for GIS was counting goats from a helicopter. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. So I used to work for a ministry for primary industries and we had one, um, one scheme for forest owners that they got money if they planted, goat, um, planted goats. Planted goats. <laughs> Not planted goats. Planted That's a weird scheme. <laughs> planted trees on their east coast land to help it regenerate and keep away the keep out the slips so one of the 
ways of measuring whether their forest was to de- was regenerating was by counting how many goats they had on their land. So the more goats you had on their land, the less forest you had and the less money you got granted from the government. So it was quite an interesting way to use GIS, I think. So, so were you uh, in the helicopter, I, I take it? Yeah. Got and did you have like one of those clickers? Or was it? No, yeah. It was a little bit less complicated. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, oh, there's a group. How many's there? 20. Yeah. <laughs> so. I really want to know how many goats were there? Yeah. A lot more than you'd think, actually. Like hundreds on some blocks of land. They were just rampant in some of those really steep areas of the East Coast. You just can't get there. So they just multiply. Okay. So to ask important questions, what type of helicopter was it? Mm, um, one that goes round. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, were you sick in the helicopter? No, I was one of the only person in the helicopter that wasn't. I think I was too excited. It's not many times <laughs> you get to go in a helicopter, so I was jumping around as it's much funny, as you can. Uh, <laughs> I was at a, um, the uh, Christchurch Esri uh, Regional News Conference today. And you arrived uh, by helicopter? No. Uh, scary flight. Anyway, uh, there was a presentation from um, uh, Anne. Oh, I can't remember her surname, but but from Doc, and um, she was talking about um, the million dollar mouse, uh, which was um, they were trying to exterminate mice from the Antipodes Island, Antipodes Islands, uh, and and I just had this weird vision of you know the helicopter flying over the uh, the the island with a sniper in the back of it and it just it took me quite a long time to realize it was oh no they were using it to distribute uh, you know bait like some sort of massive um chain gun or something yeah, on yeah, the back yeah, of the helicopter yeah. just ripping out bits of native bush cutting yeah. cutting massive totara in half all for this one mouse. Yeah, yeah, that's me watching far too many action movies. Uh, but yeah, would have been cool. Ah, so this helicopter, you you sat in it and just counted goats. Yeah, well, we're amongst other things, we also counted trees, and flew flew around the east coast, which was really cool actually. But yeah, no, it was just part of the tracking for the because we mapped it originally, and then you had to go check that they'd actually planted the trees that you said they needed to plant in the area that they said they'd plant it. So we, the easiest way to do that in the East Coast, instead of driving for hours and hours on end, was to just get in a helicopter and fly around over the different areas. So <laughs> we had maps. That's pretty cool, maps actually. And checked each block of land. And well, I was going to say, how, how did you use GIS for counting goats? So we, so each land needs a map. Each grant requires a map. So we had to create the maps of you know where the planting area was. And then... To count the goats, we had the, the areas of land mapped that were supposed to be regenerating. So we had um, someone in the front seat with an iPad with the, um, I think it was with Map Toaster, and they just dropped the shape files in there. And so you could see when you were flying up to the land, it was GPS located, you could see which block of interest was coming up. So then we'd keep a lookout for goats, and if you could count them, we'd, we'd mark them down, and that would be, a, I guess, a tick against the the landowner for that block to see whether they'd adequately kept their fences and the goats out. Okay. Mm. So there you go. Interesting fact for me. Yeah, pretty yeah. cool, actually. Next week we'll have to all share helicopter stories. <laughs> the good stories. <laughs> not sure if I have one. Have you never been in a helicopter? No, I have actually. Uh, but not not work-related. Uh, we've had this conversation before. Well, let's not have it again then. Honeymoon or Vegas or something? 
No, I went heli fishing. Heli fishing, mm. in Vegas. Sorry, sorry. You know. Is that does that involve a rifle out the back of the helicopter? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shooting snapper. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Sounds uh, like no. it. <laughs> hey, that's maybe a new thing. Yeah, maybe Kiwis like doing that kind of stuff. <laughs> you could suggest it to Matt Watson. Yeah, 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 yeah. He'd be up for that. Anyway, Chris, what's your interesting fact? I don't know. It's not, not so much a fact. It's more of a uh, an observation. Uh, but I got an Uber today, and uh, you know, they put the address in, and it's Google and all that kind of stuff. And you know, you get the kind of the Google sat nav to get to your destination. And they had turned off North Up, if you know what I mean. So the the map didn't rotate at all. And I just thought it was really weird. And I was had, had you been like, was this a sat nav? Yeah, yeah. So in Uber, like you know, once they've got your address, they start the kind of the Google sat nav. Yeah. And uh, but but they turned the automatic north up off, so the map didn't rotate. If you know what I mean. So the if you've got north on, then it doesn't rotate. No, if you've got. Yes, because as you turn a corner, it should rotate. Yeah, and it didn't. Your car's turned. Yeah. Mm. It was just really weird because I can't. She she liked it like that and i find it really confusing so yeah sorry it's not particularly exciting it's not jumping out of a helicopter onto a goat you know it's none of those kind of things (laughs) but it's it's just an observation you know um, there are two types of people in the world Mm. um and that is when one of them is when you say driving from here to here they see it from the bird's eye view and other people see it by the roads they'll go down to take the turns and the corn intersections does that make sense yeah. Kind of. Is that scientifically proven by scientists? Yes. Oh, okay, cool. I think. Um, but yeah. So yeah, some people actually think um, from a bird's eye view and others think in terms of intersection and turns. Exciting stuff. Exciting stuff. <laughs> um, Chris, do we have any letters this week? Um, probably hundreds of them, but uh, none that I have uh, pre-prepared, no. Uh, no, a bit of correspondence with Josie. <laughs> I don't think that counts. She, she's a guest. And most of those letters were begging. Please come on. <laughs> oh, were they just, eh? You want me to read them out? <laughs> no. <laughs> we're not desperate for guests. <laughs> uh, should we do the news? Since well, uh, No, no. Looking at the program, there's one other item we do in this little bit. Go on then. Chris, what are you drinking? I am drinking uh, hotel tea with a small sachet of uh, meadow fresh ultra pasteurized uh, pasteurized oh, milk. That stuff's oh, disgusting. Yeah. Oh, you know when you lift the corner and it explodes everywhere, regardless yeah. of yeah, yeah. yeah and the, and there's somehow just not enough milk in there. There is never enough, and you put two in, and then it makes the tea taste disgusting. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> How about you, Josie? What are you drinking? I just finished my very nice cup of Redbush chai. Which I would highly recommend. Uh, 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 chai tea. Right. Yeah. Yep. But with the, red, the rooibos one. So it's not black tea. It's really good. Vanilla mm. Okay. Okay, nice. What have you got, Mark? A can of uh, Pepsi Max. My God, do people drink? drink do they people? Uh, no, people don't drink it, do they? Well, Pepsi Max is a dollar from the local dairy. Ah. And so when I'm passing by, because I've just been mountain biking, and I can stop in and buy like a Coke or a Coke Zero, 
and that's like two dollars thirty or I could buy a Pepsi Max for a dollar. Didn't you say last week that you were on the water because it's better for rehydration after your mountain biking? <laughs> yes. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. If you go back and listen to previous previous podcasts, you can't bring those back as some kind of proof. <laughs> uh, to, make, to make matters worse, I actually ran out of water when I was mountain biking. Oh. So, I was, yeah, last 15 minutes was um, water-free. Hard work. Uh, yeah, so I'm not in the best shape. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but shall we do the news? Uh, yes. Shall I, shall I just do uh, the... Oh, I'm going to play it and see what happens. Spatial quiz. That wasn't that one. Sorry. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm getting... It's, it's the hotel room. It's put me right off the whole thing. What the thing. heck was that? That was that thing where we did a spatial quiz once and it was a nightmare. Um, and it never, I don't think it actually ever got released as a podcast, did it? No, you killed it because all it was was me quizzing you about stuff. Actually, we yeah, could go do that because we have a guest. No. Topic of the week. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm sorry, this is a sham, ladies and gentlemen. Um, it's if a you'd guest, like to- I'm nervous. If you'd like to write in and complain, contact us uh, on our email, geodorable at gmail.com, or on our Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash geodorable, or on Twitter, uh, at mygeodorable. And uh, just complain how useless Chris is this week. Thank you. Spatial News. Better late than never. I got there in the end. (laughs) I was actually holding my breath then. I thought <laughs> it's going to go wrong again. Ah, this week. Josie, guess what? What? This podcast that is number one in New Zealand for uh, geospatial. Yeah. Actually reached number 47 on the tech charts of podcasts in New Zealand. Ooh, top 50. Top 50. Great. I don't know what that says about New Zealanders. <laughs> or the lack of them I don't know but that's pretty awesome isn't it we're what 16 episodes in inside the top 50 for uh, tech news yeah it's mm. awesome uh, so uh, thank you for all our, our listeners and the people who keep talking to us and Chris you've done a bit of travelling this week and last week uh, I have yes and you keep bumping into what do you call them I'm, I, I, I'm reluctant to use the word fans yeah I wouldn't <laughs> Um, because, jo- because Josie, how do you describe yourself? Fair. Well paid. Paid. <laughs> <laughs> You're dreaming. <laughs> oh dear. Um, shall we move on? Yes. Right. Spatial news. I got it right that th- that time. Yeah, right, jingle and everything. Yeah. Um, so we're fortunate enough to have two people on the podcast who went to the Auckland User Group conference. Yeah. Yes, one of them being me, and that must make you the other one, Josie. Yep. Excellent. How did you find it? Good. Yeah, I thought it was really good. The afternoon, I was only there for the second half of the day, unfortunately. Yeah, I did notice you couldn't be able to turn up to the first half. <laughs> We can talk about that more if you want. (laughs) 
Yeah, maybe. Where were you? I mean, you I know. I was at work, doing work. I, I had to delay the proceedings until you turned up. Oh, is that how it worked? Was yeah. <laughs> can, we, can we ask what you were doing at work? Uh, some very important stuff. Nice. Can't really say. <laughs> uh, so, um, I, I have a uh, confession uh, mm-hmm. about the, the user group. Um, so, it was raining an awful lot going there. Do you notice that? Um, yeah. it, it rained heavily. And uh, for, for many a reason, uh, I was on my little scooter uh, trying to get there. And um, I got really rather wet, even though I was wearing waterproofs. Um, and uh, Sorry, Chris, you cut out then. How oh, did I? Am I back? It was such a good yeah. story. You were wearing something. Well, the irony is I ended up not wearing something. <laughs> and I'm just going to leave it at that. All right. Okay, I'm really confused, and I just have images. When I lived in England, there was people who liked swimming naked in the River Cam, yeah, and that weird. was ve- very awkward and also very disgusting because that river takes four days to get to the sea. Okay, well, I definitely wasn't doing it naked, but anyway, so it was a good conference. Uh, we. Uh, what was the highlight? Oh, I don't know. Actually, um, it was it was really good having a minister there, um, even though he, he could only be there for a, a sounds short like time. a wedding. <laughs> um, yes, uh, no, but he uh, he he was unfortunately delayed uh, due to the really bad traffic and the really bad weather, and so he in, in the end he could only stay for like uh, about five minutes, which was uh, unfortunate. But it was so cool being able to just go, you know, hey. Um, Mark, do you fancy coming along to uh, our little conference? And and him saying yes was awesome. Mm. What was your highlight, Jesse? Um, I really liked uh, Neil Dingle from Department of Conversation, Con- Conservation. He was talking <laughs> about the um, the the tr- walk the line, the trap checking app that Doc yeah, has that was cool. set up. Yeah, yeah, really cool to see that you know uh, Doc putting something together that the community community can use and really helps the community conservation so what sort of app is it um so you put you upload your traps and then when you're out checking your trap lines you can go and check uh check who what the history of that trap is and update it with the new you know what it's caught and whether it's been reset or not and then you can go along and do that at each one and it goes on it's online or you can do it offline editing which is it really looks quite clever is yeah, it a is it a like a ArcGIS app or? I believe so. Cool. I think actually, I mean, it's yeah, it was built by uh, GBS. Mm. So I think it was it's Esri Tech, but uh, yeah, built built on top of it, I guess, rather than uh, a collector based thing. Oh yeah, but no, it did. You're right. It looked really good. What is it with Doc though? I mean, you know, I think he. What did he call himself? A uh, um, a trained killer. Uh, <coughs> And then we had them today talking about, you know, the million dollar mouse. I think, you know, it's about being predator free, isn't it? Was it predator free by 20... 2050. Is it 2050? Wow. That's a big commitment. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It was cool. We had, what, 120-odd people, um, you know, uh, and it was really nice. I thought those little tables, we had like a table set up as opposed to a theatre set up, largely because we were in what appear to be a church hall but um i thought that was really good kind the of, minister you 
Yeah, Minister Churchill. Um, well, it is a religion we follow, really, isn't it? Um, <laughs> is we? Yeah. What does that make you guys? <laughs> Evangelists, I suppose. Or preachers, one of the two. Um, but no, I thought it was really cool. Um, did enjoy it. I did uh, Christchurch today, which um, was really good as well, actually. Uh, what was the highlight of Christchurch? Uh, well, again, it was probably Doc killing mice from helicopters with <laughs> machine guns. That was probably my highlight. But no, it was good. Ah, good stuff. All right. Uh, and it's Queenstown tomorrow. So um, by the time this goes out, it's probably Queenstown has, has happened. But that w- that will be good as well, I'm sure. Mm, yep. Handy Char- that they have Queenstown on a Friday too. <laughs> yeah, that is handy, isn't it? Shan they don't do it in winter though. Yeah. Um we've got Taronga on Wednesday. I see you there, Mark. Yeah. And then I think it's New Plymouth on Thursday. Which I'm going to. Yeah. You're going to Spatial News. So I just thought I'd press that and move things along. We were running out yeah. of conference talk. Uh, uh but talking of which um, I went to the FME World Tour. FME World Tour. Is that like the PGA? Uh, yes. Although fewer sports people, I think. <laughs> but it was good. Yeah. It's quite uh, quite different going to, uh, you know, you go to the Esri user conferences and everything is obviously quite, you know, map focused and visual. Uh, and then the FME um, doesn't quite have that same... I guess capability to be as visual. So lots and lots of uh, workbench diagrams, but um, yeah, you, you kind of lack the uh, the the output at the end, I guess. Okay. And what's new in the world of FME? What's new? Uh, new connectors. So they got loads and loads of new connectors. Um, new transformers. You kind of expect they've got uh, updated the UI, which looks pretty sweet now, actually. Um, and I think the thing that I thought, yeah, the, the best thing really was um, they've got a new HTTP uh, transformer. And um, you basically you point it at any web page and it will um, identify any tables in that web page and then uh, allow you to translate them into text, CSV, whatever you want to do with it. That was pretty yeah. cool. Well, they do seem to be moving in the direction of um, connecting to web services, WMF, WFS, ASRI, etc., and then making it easy to do analysis. Yeah, yeah. Like a desktop analysis on a um, web service, which is really sweet. Do you use FME at work, Josie? I personally don't. Or can you not disclose that? I personally don't, but I know we do have uh, licenses for it, and it's something that I'd really like to use more because it's pretty clever. Yeah. It is awesome. It is. Yeah. Okay, so not a lot of details there, but... Uh, FME, new features, go check them out. That was a lot of detail. No, you said they've got new transformers and new connectors, and then you gave one example. This is the news, mate. It's not kind of your in-depth review. <laughs> okay. Spatial news. Josie, this is for you. Yeah, so next week, uh, you may know that I'm part of the Emerging 
Spatial Professionals Group, which is the Young Professionals Group of the ESP of the Geospatial World. But we're having a networking event next Wednesday after work on the 4th, and that's about starting and running a geospatial business. So I think we probably have about five spaces left if anyone's interested in coming along. Whereabouts so is it? Uh, at the Auckland Council offices, the big tall one in Auckland. Yeah, it's going to be pretty cool. We've got Tony Elson and Ryan McVeigh coming to speak to us, and they should be pretty interesting to listening to. And there will cool. be drinks and nibbles provided, so that's an incentive if there ever was one. <laughs> it, it does sound like a bunch of young people getting together to network, network and socialise. Yeah. <laughs> um, there, there's more information on our, our Facebook page, which is Emerging Spatial Professionals. If you Google, Google that, you should find it. That's quite a long title. It is. We tried to narrow it down. We call ourselves ESP, but some people get us confused with clairvoyance. <laughs> Surely they shouldn't, because they should know the future. Anyway, uh, that is right. cool. Oh, well, we're going to talk more about the uh, emerging special professionals in a little bit, but um, that's cool. Uh, how many events do you have uh, uh, annually? Uh, we try and have about four in Auckland and Wellington per year. And we're hoping to have a conference this year, a little mini conference. We had a weekend one last year, so we might have another one this year. And we'll try and have a few in Christchurch as well. We've just got less committee members in there down in Christchurch, so it's a bit harder to do the organising. Yeah. So you, you're going to take your networking from a weeknight to a whole weekend? A whole weekend, yeah. A whole bunch of young people networking for a weekend. Yep, we lit the town up in Turangi last year, so <laughs> we might do it in Taupo again this year. I'm just jealous that, you know, as an emerging spatial professional, we don't have weekends away. And emerged. Yeah. You get the Ezra User Conference. Yeah, you're allowed to go to that, aren't you? Or is there yeah. a range restriction? Well, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes the junior members don't get invited along. Oh. It's a bit harder to find the yeah, extra. I would have thought it's more of a cool, coolness thing that you could go to the young person's cool thing or the old person's. Or maybe you can just come and speak speak to us at our conference this year, and then you get to come and join in. Yeah, oh, cool. How's Good that idea. sound? Yeah, cool. We'll do a yeah, live sounds show. Sounds great. <laughs> Good, you can do a live show. Spatial news. Uh, so this is the other thing that was uh, announced at the Auckland conference. Um, uh, there's basically been a, a deal done with uh, with. You know, Jack and uh, Esri to provide um, ArcGIS uh, online to schools for free for I think in the next uh, three years. Um, is this yeah? This is pretty exciting. But is, is awesome. this is this in New Zealand only, or is this happening in other places in the world? It's already happened in the states, right? Uh, so and maybe other places as well. I don't know, but um, this is obviously the first time that it's come here. Yeah. So, what does it actually mean, Chris? Well, it means if you are a school, uh, you're entitled to uh, ArcGIS Online for free. So just like this online, not pro de desktop or anything? Uh, no, I don't think so. But then I think trying to get, I don't know, uh, trying to get my eight-year-old daughter to use pro is probably unlikely. Try, <laughs> try, trying to get some senior people to use pro is also hard. 
True. No, but, uh, you know, I, I think Ultras Online is, uh, is fantastic for schools and Eagle are providing a bunch of uh, lesson plans and all that kind of stuff. Um, so, you know, it should mean that, you know, schools can start to embrace in technology. Um, and, you know, what in like 10, 15 years' time, imagine you'd be able to say to someone, oh, I do GIS, and they'll know what it means because they've grown up with it from school. It'll be awesome. Well, they don't do GIS, they do where? Okay, well, what, you know, stop spoiling my dream. <laughs> By that time, you'll be going, when I was a kid. Yeah, I know. I Josie, wrote- Josie uh, when, when you were at school a couple of weeks ago, did, um, <laughs> did you use GIS? Not at school, no. Okay. What, what, what still, contact still- did you have with a map? Like, was uh, Google Maps invented when you were at school? Yes. <laughs> yep, um, we drew maps mostly. It was still all hand, hand done. In my okay. Y- they still do that. I didn't come Mom? across GIS until university. Okay, so you, you just like draw this and put some capitals on it or something? Yeah, I guess so. Draw Auckland. Remember that? Draw Sao Paulo was my seventh form one. Just a bit tricky. Not that I remember it now. <laughs> what, what do you have to, like, like, do you have to memorise how to draw it? Like, you have yeah, to memorise yep. poems for English. You had to memorise how to draw San Polo. Well, you had to do an essay at the back. And part of that, you know, it's geography. So to pass your geography quizzes, you always wanted to put a map in to make it look pretty. So we memorised maps of Sao Paulo or Auckland. They were pretty dodgy looking maps, but they did the trick enough to get you a, bump you up to a merit or an excellence, maybe, if you're lucky. All right, that's that's just passing. Everyone passes marks, right? No, that was achievement. <laughs> Achievement's no map at all. All right. <laughs> I never did uh, geography. I probably shouldn't admit that, but I only did it at GCSE. Uh, nice. Never did it any further well, than that. If you're a previous listener to the podcast, you'll know I've never done geography. Yeah, it shows. <laughs> Should we do another one? One. I think we've got one more news item, and then we get onto the really interesting stuff. Yes. Spatial news. Uh, and this uh, this is really about lens and the um, the ten benefits of geospatial um, that they have been uh, working on over the last. How long has it been? It's been I don't know. A month or so. Is it a month? I think it's been longer than that. Um, but yeah, Lynn's, uh, and, and they've presented both, uh, you know, they're presenting uh, these uh, 10 benefits, benefits of geospatial uh, at the at the RUCS. Um, won't bother going through all 10, but um, it's it's uh, interesting stuff. You know, things like increasing efficiency, um, improving quality of products and increased uh, interoperability and so forth. Uh, and they're asking for the community's help um, in, in kind of exploring that in a little bit more detail. Um, and I think if you go to uh, https uh, my myg dot is slash benefits, uh, you can um, you can add your thoughts to the to the story. What are your thoughts, Mark? I, I can feel you wanting to say something. I th- I always cautious of a lot of buzzwords like efficiency okay. and reduced cost. Um, Increased transparency, um, but I'd have to read it a bit more detail to see if there's practical examples of how this does. 
What about you, Josie? Have you had a look? No, I haven't, but it would be something good to con- contribute to, just to get the spread across the industry, I guess. Yeah, I think it's nice to be given the opportunity to uh, to, to add our thoughts, I think. What's your opinion, Chris? Um, I think that the benefits of geospatial is, is you know, uh, I think it's hard to distinguish geospatial from information technology. Well, at the end of the day, we keep saying it's it's just a report that's more visual because it's a map. Mm. Um, so you're not always sure that actually making a um, a case for geospatial as opposed to just location analysis or the where. I think uh, I think what they are trying to do, and I think you know, pretty supportive of of this, is that you know they are trying to provide educational resources so you know if you want to if you want to you know in persuade your manager who knows nothing about geospatial that he should or he or she should invest in geospatial then the plan is that they will provide you a whole bunch of case studies of where it's been uh, you know done before uh, and, uh, and and the benefits that it's brought and i think that's that's uh, that's a pretty cool thing that linda's trying to do yeah well it is meant to be a mega million dollar industry it is yeah yeah that was the news mark and Woo-hoo. yeah cool that took ages too much uh, exciting news uh sure <laughs> now normally uh, we'd have a uh, topic of the day wouldn't we but um we're not going to because we have josie <laughs> we do I am the topic of the day today. <laughs> yes, indeed. Um, so we have, uh, what do we call it? We call it Where Are You At, I think was um, what we decided upon. And uh, you have a choice yeah. of uh, three um, music beds to go underneath this, Josie. Okay. Uh, you can choose from um, Badass, Moose or Sexy. That's your choice. All right, I'm really curious to hear what this moose is like. Mm. Is it okay, like Moose go. the Animal? We'll find out. Hmm. Where are you at? Oh, it's loud. Is it loud? Yeah. It gets quieter. I hope so. There you go, it's got quieter already. <laughs> uh, if you were listening with your earbuds, we're sorry. <laughs> <laughs> or you're driving in your car and all of a sudden you look like some sort of techno. It, it's still too loud, Chris. Uh, is it? Yeah. Okay, I can probably do something about it. There we go. That's much better. So this, this is Moose. so high tech, by the way. Played play at our networking events. <laughs> yeah, as, as you kind of walk down the, you know, down the stage or whatever. Well, this is what happens later at night. They put on the, uh, put on the techno. Yeah. <laughs> that modern pop music that we never listen to. <laughs> it's not like music in my day, Mark. <laughs> Uh, all right, so Josie, where are you at? Where am I at? Well, it's an interesting question at the moment because I'm in between a couple of things. So I've just resigned from my job at the New Zealand Defence Force at Geospatial New Zealand, Geospatial Intelligence New Zealand, and I'm off to Singapore. Off to Singapore. Mm-hmm. Singapore's a great place. Yeah, looking forward to it. So what, what, what was your role as much as you can tell us, or as little as you can tell us? Um, well, I can tell you some things, I guess. Uh, it is mostly just support oh. of... What do you, what do you de- tell your mother? Um, 
What do I tell my mother? That's a tough one. I tell her that I do maps for the for the defence force, for mostly the navy. <laughs> That's the easiest thing to say. So, what she thinks you're like drawing where ships are in the world? Yeah, I think so. I think if you asked her that, that's probably what she'd say. <laughs> drawing charts or... Yeah. Yeah. That's about a hard one. I'm not actually sure. I've never asked her what she, she thinks I do. <laughs> so how, how, did you, uh, how did you get into it? Like you said, you, you did a bit of geography at school. Was this always a burning ambition to um, draw um, essentially a big game of battleships? <laughs> <laughs> I can't say I was like that at school. You know how young boys always have, you know, they always know their Navy ships or their, their planes or they know what every gun is. I kind of got to the Defence Force and I was like, oh, look at those big boats in the harbour. And I got told <laughs> off. Not boats. Because they're, they're ships. ships. Yeah. <laughs> and I still get told uh, off. <laughs> well, if you're listening to last week's episode, you would have known the difference between a, sh- a ship and a yacht. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, yachts are a funny one, aren't they? They don't have to have a sale anymore. They just need to cost more than a million dollars, I think. Chris, do you remember? Well, I was going to say, we didn't have that uh, added benefit of cost. Um, But yeah, you They just have to be big. Well, basically, um, for leisure. Yacht is something for leisure. Oh, right. So you're saying, so uh, at school you did a bit of geography and then you went off and did your master's in GIS? No, I didn't do masters. So just you undergrad. And ah, okay. good stuff. Jog, jog masters is wasted. <laughs> You're just alienating all your masters student listeners here. Just Chris. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't do masters in GIS, but I did do a postgrad certificate in Antarctic studies. So that took ah. me down to the end of the world, which was very cool. That'd be awesome. So it was very white. Very white. Very quiet. And what, what did you do down there? Uh, we camped on the ice and counted seals and looked at rocks and looked at ice. Did that would have been great practice for your goat counting. Yeah. I was thinking that, actually. Seal counting yeah. and goat counting is very similar. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose in a white environment, the seals are black, and in yeah. a green environment, uh, the, the goats, goats are white. Are white. Yeah. Pretty much. The seals move a bit less. <laughs> so easier to count, therefore. Yeah. I can't believe, uh, seriously, is this the best we can do, is counting <laughs> coats? And, um, anyway. Well, so how long, how long have you been in the industry? Uh, five years. Five years. And you've counted things twice. Yeah. So, so, so uh, when did you decide that um, you needed, well, how shall I put it, the emerging you know, geospatial professionals, that was kind of uh, your baby, I guess. Yeah, well, me, so, and, me and Nathan kind of put it together yeah. a couple of years ago with a bunch of other really cool, other keen young professionals. But we, I don't know, like I went to the Israel User Conference in, what, 2014 or 2000 and, yeah, 2014. And, you know, going into that, it's quite, it's quite scary when you don't know anyone because, you know, people in the industry, it's pretty tight-knit industry and everyone seems to know each other. But if you're standing on the side... You don't really know anyone. It's actually quite daunting to go up and stand awkwardly around someone who's having a good old conversation with old mate Joe and trying to break into that conversation. So we ended up kind of setting it up so that we setting up ESP so that younger people or people who are just new to the industry who maybe don't know that many people had a chance to meet 
other people at the same stage in their career, I guess, and share their experiences and how they got their jobs and, you know, what they were So it's just like a, like a support group. This is like, hi, I'm Josie and I'm a GIS analyst. <laughs> kind of, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> when they we say hi, we all need one of those, don't we? <laughs> Well, we definitely do a bit of supporting on that way, but I mean, and, really, and you have to go like, well, my all my mates have like cool jobs <laughs> that I can understand what they do, and they get paid really good money, and I get to make maps. Yeah, it's mostly just an hour. If you do GIS, ah, oh, I know what it is. And we can <laughs> so, how many uh, how many way. members have you got? Or how um, you know? Well, we've got an email list, and that email list is sitting at like 350 at the moment. So wow. it's quite a lot of people. What? There are 350 yeah. emerging geospatial professionals in New Zealand? Well, I think a few of them would be people who have interest in seeing what the news and events are. But So they've emerged. Few, they might have emerged already, but it's good to keep those people in touch because they can come and speak at our events and give us their well-earned advice. So how do you... Be- how do you know you're an emerging geospatial professional? Pretty much if you sign up to our email list or come along to one of our events, it's pretty easy. We try try to make it as easy as possible for people to join up and come along. So is there an age limit or is there a definition? Uh, we try to say those within their first 10 years of their career in the geospatial industry because there's a lot of people that kind of come in later in life or come as a second career. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people kind of end up in GIS without really knowing how they got there, which I think probably resonates with a lot of people in GIS. <laughs> so that is so weird. I mean, I, I completely agree with you. Uh, you know, I didn't choose GIS. I it chose fell, you. Well, no, I fell into it, et cetera, et cetera. And I think that happens to an awful lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, I, 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 yeah, I just wonder why, whether it's, uh, whether there's something, you know, we have an affinity with it for some reason or, or, or I don't know. Well, I it think just seems... Pr- it's a pretty new industry still, and it's not really taught at universities, so it's kind of something that you fall into afterwards. And it's only now that people are really starting to, you know, when you're hiring, you require people to have experience. And that's kind of a thing that is maybe maybe a bit newer. So as, as your transition from your postgrad mm. to the workplace, was that just a massive learning curve? Because having hired a graduate or two, I, I find... Their studies weren't that useful. Yeah, it's huge. And I think of the amount of time that people put into me when I was in my first what, six months at MPI. It was it was a lot of work for that person, that poor person who had me asking questions every day. But, yeah, it is a lot of work. And it, it, there needs to be better, you know, entry pathways, I guess. And that MGIS program, that was started after I started, but that's a good a good way towards that goal I guess yeah what what do you think the stupidest question you asked in your first six months I don't know <laughs> how do I open arc <laughs> that's that's a good point actually because um, you know a lot of the grads that we see you know they're not necessarily ESRI experienced uh, which you know in the industry ESRI you know is kind of leading in New Zealand so um, I know that the uh, the emerging uh, geospatial professionals, you're you're kind of vendor agnostic, and I kind of uh, I really like that. Do you get um, do you get many people coming from uh, other uh, um, what's the phrase non-esri kind of um, users? Yeah, well, I mean, some of our 
maybe not our employed professionals. A lot of that is ESRI dominated. But Mm -hmm. in our PhD students and people who maybe are surveyors or have a surveying background, that would be other, a lot of the time it's some other software, sometimes more satellite-based software or um, MapInfo is a popular one. Um, Also into uh, like a lot of the like Map Toaster and things, things that like mobile apps that maybe you wouldn't come across so much when you're using out-of-the-box solutions from Esri. Do you get, uh, you know, the likes of Mapbox and, you know, Carto uh, or what used to be Carto DP, um, you know, those kind of more open sourcey kind of uh, technologies? Yeah, well, because we, a lot of our discussions and things tend to be more on, like, careers and things. So we don't, mm-hmm. maybe we don't c- come across that those questions so much because there's so many forums out there for those types of questions. So we don't really need to answer some of that in um, in our events and discussions that makes I suppose sense. you just put it all on Twitter <laughs> yeah <laughs> I don't know I'm not <laughs> the one that does the Twitter database for our for our group <laughs> I'm not enabled enough <laughs> so you, uh, you've been a uh, chairperson for um, two, two years three years? Two years yes yeah. so, so we kind of started in 2015 and the committee yep. got together at the end of that year so yeah the last couple of years and what's been your highlight over the, the, those two years? We had a really good time at our mini conference last year in Turangi, and it was really cool to see people actually coming from Auckland and Wellington, driving what five hours to come and spend time with us and listen to yep. to what we had to say. So that's always a nice, you know, vote of confidence. But I think one of the main things is just meeting people because I would have never met all of the people that I've met. I probably wouldn't even be here talking to you guys if it wasn't for ESP. So, I mean, meeting those people in the industry and our, my peers in the ESP has just been great. Cool. And uh, are you thinking of uh, trying to set this up in Singapore? <laughs> uh, might leave it for New Zealand, a special New Zealand thing. Special <laughs> New Zealand. And... and and finally, how do you think this podcast could appeal to uh, emerging geospatial professionals? Oh, very smooth, Mark. It's a good question. I didn't think about that one. Um, maybe. I mean, have we're pretty popular already, but <laughs> maybe have a bit of a career advice tip or CV tip day, or something like that. Because we always like the ideas of um, where to find information about new jobs and what it is the senior members are looking for when they're hiring people so maybe you can integrate a tip session mm-hmm. tip of the day maybe tip of the day for for newbies mm. that's yeah, something we have to think about mom <laughs> yeah oh actually uh, get on people maybe who are hiring yeah there's actually quite a lot of jobs i don't know if you've um if you subscribe to the uh, Seek or Trade Me GIS um, job mail emails, but every day there's about five or six that are coming out. Yeah, and um, I think that's kind of the tough thing. That there's jobs and there's people that want to do the jobs, but a lot of the time people just don't have that experience to get the job and mm. or the people who are hiring want someone with a bit more experience. So we need to find ways to bridge that gap, I guess. That's yeah, the I always say confidence. What's just yeah, be confident? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah, confidence is going to get you a long way. Uh, because a lot of the skills in GIS aren't um, 
you don't have to be that specialised. Yeah, you just got to know uh, yeah. how to operate the map. Yeah, or, or learning to manage Portal. You know, it, it's not that hard. Doing doing development on Portal, that's a bit harder. We're a pretty uh, generalist industry, I'd agree. You know, but I think there's that. There is that gap at the moment. I think you know there are lots and lots of people who are coming in in, in you know into the into the industry at the moment. Um, but there is that kind of you know that gap of I don't know seven ten years qualified that um, there just aren't that many people in that space at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you'd think that would then for therefore drive up the uh, salaries. He's hoping. Of. Uh, of more senior people but is 10 years a senior i mean chris you've been doing this for what 20 years yeah don't um, yes <laughs> yeah uh, so yeah. are you a senior senior my senior 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 because past, past you yeah i don't know where do old people old gis people go um they stop doing gis and move into management all right yeah don't know <laughs> so what's next for the uh the uh, uh, merging geospatial professionals you know where do you think they're going to go over the next um, I don't know with your departure and you know so forth is it is it onwards and upwards and growing like stronger and so forth? yeah I'd hope to think so we've got some events plenty of events in the pipeline for this year and we're hoping to uh, partner with some other agencies so like Lynn's and the geospatial capability committee and CBA and looking cool. at starting a mentoring, a mentoring So this project. is um, more acronyms of committees coming together? <laughs> no, it's Acronym City in the GIS world. It's terrible, isn't it? Uh, there's going to be some great acronyms coming out of um, LUNS, SIVA and ESP. <laughs> Again, if, if you can put any of those together as um, acronyms of acronyms, just let us know at a, on our Facebook page. If you can turn it into a word, you get bonus points. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, so oh keep great. an eye out for that. Yeah. So as you say, you can find them on the Facebook page, which is Emerging Geospatial Professional, yeah, NZ. Just, yeah, just Emerging pro- emerging Spatial Professionals. Not Geospatial. Oh, we're not doing no. Geo anymore. We, we, <laughs> we thought when we'd did that happen? Just to make it slightly shorter. Wouldn't it's be always been ESP. New Zealand Young Weirologists. Well, we used to be Young Geo Kiwis, but... We decided the young was a bit exclusive, so we dropped the young part. <laughs> and also so you're, you're silently exclusive, not publicly. <laughs> That's it. Sorry, your uh, your membership to the to the uh, geospatial Five to three years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we appreciate your application, but uh, we believe you you're not got what it's take. Oh, got got what it takes. Shall we have a quick yeah. game? Of export to shapefile, let's do that. Uh, you're playing against Josie, is that right? <laughs> uh, no, Josie oh. has declined, which I don't know why, because I thought after, I mean, apart from my bad form last week, she would have challenged and kicked your butt this week. <laughs> <laughs> Probably would have done. <laughs> I think you might need to run a poll on who actually understands how this game works. <laughs> Have you had much good feedback? I don't know. Like, yeah, we can't figure it out. We get it. That's where most of our international listeners come from. Oh, I see. Um, is is export to shapefile? But yeah, as I said, uh, feel free to um, 
chip in if you can suggest a move Chris I suggest would need most help oh, yes. <laughs> um, well I don't have man flu this week so oh you're on fire are you? I wouldn't I wouldn't be that competent but um yeah I, I'm not as unconfident as I last, was last week when I gave up alright so we uh, we've been I don't know we've been doing this podcast for ages should we try and have a quick game yes let's make it quick alright I'm going to press some buttons somewhere if I can find them export to shapefile uh, your surf Chris Oh, thank you very much, Mark. Uh, I'm going to start in the uh, the 3D Analyst toolbox, because I like it there. Uh, add surface information is my first call. Add surface information. Good call. I'll play safe and do repair geometry. Hmm. Okay. Data management, fair enough. Um, oh. Uh, change less class codes. Ooh. Okay. Um, that would lead me to unsplit line, which is something I never use. But well, it will lead you there if you're not playing particularly well, which you're not. Um, I'm gonna keep at it. Float. 3D <laughs> analyst again. Is this is this off last your review of the um, Palm Springs event? No, I'm, um, I'm, I can't divulge my secrets. Yeah, I'm going to mix things up then. Uh, geocode addresses. Mm-hmm. Geocoding geocoding tool set. Um, oh. Hmm. Josie, do you want to step in here and help Chris out? I'm so lost. <laughs> it's kind of obvious, isn't it? I, I, you know, I would have thought. Well, okay, back into data management. Uh, domain to table. You've gone safe. Well, wholly gone to line. Match your data management with another data management. Oh, uh, eliminate. Ooh. Didn't expect you to stay in data management. Um. Okay, reclassify. You forced me out, but I've just got a plan. Eliminate poly- uh, polygon part. Oh, this is quick fire. Uh, okay, slope. <laughs> oh, funny. I knew you. I knew you. Yeah. Okay. And you hadn't any choice. Uh, define projection. It's like that. That oh, that was like a, a move in chess. <laughs> um, I check. Josie, any suggestions there? After nope, defined projection. Ah, oh. <laughs> oh, my confidence has got the better of me. Export to shapefile. <sighs> Two in a row, Mark. If I make it three in a row, I think I win a prize. Uh, well, it makes you almost equal for the year. <laughs> Thanks. Well, that was rapid fire. That was good. That was that was almost like a lightning round. Yeah. You should so do this at your next uh, your next export shapefile. No, sorry, next uh, emerging spatial <laughs> emerging professionals. Cruise. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Oh. 
figure out how to play it and then we'll have a round. Might be a good yeah. networking t- tool. It would be, because you could do a quick round robin. Do a um, yeah, best of three round robin mm. with people. Or a um, knockout tournament. Yeah, and if you're doing, um, if you're supplying drinks as well, <laughs> it makes it more entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do. Mm. Ah, so that's the end of the show. Yeah. Have you found it? Has, has it been as uh, professional uh, as you thought it would be? You're fading out, Chris. Mm, missed it. Sorry. Oh, has it been as uh, professional? I've kind of proved my point. <laughs> uh, was it as professional as you thought it was going to be? Yes, you guys are both really smooth. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we get to number 47. <laughs> <laughs> well earned. Shall I, shall I just uh, play some outro music and we can, you know... Yeah, we can do a quick summary. Uh, check out for me. There's some new fun stuff. Arcgis Online is free for, uh, for schools. Yeah, that's true. Um, and contribute to the benefits of just JS on uh, Lit from Linz. I think the most important thing people should take from this is that if you are an emerging spatial professional, and you haven't yet, and there can't be very many, but if you haven't joined the uh, um, emerging spatial professionals group, then you really should. Yeah, um, come along to our event. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, all right. That's in there then. Thanks, guys. Thank you. That's brilliant.